Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this wet and wild Tuesday morning. And so I hope you grabbed your raincoat and ready to start the day today. And uh, I said we may even get a little snow. I don't know, but uh, I think we've got a better chance of licking our fingers, sticking out the window than to listen to the weatherman or woman. I don't want to be impolitically correct. <laughs> I, uh, so... Uh, I don't know. I like to, I hate cold, but man, I love snow. I wish we could get us three foot of snow. It tickled me to death. But unfortunately for us, we live in a bowl, and the only people that get uh, snow is the mountains in Virginia. So we just goes right around us every single time. But every once in a great while, we get a little bit of something. So, but anyway, uh, nonetheless, I'm ready for spring and summer already. Hate this cold with a passion, and. Uh, Another day in paradise, I guess. But I uh, hope everybody's ready to start this day off right. I started off with the Lord, and that's why I do these devotions, so we can kick off the day feeling uh, inspired, motivated, and ready to get our day going in the right direction. So with that said, if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and get those out. Let's highlight those Bibles. Let's use those Bibles. And uh, like I say, I, got, I say this every morning. I know I sound like a broken record, but don't care if you use electronic devices in church. Don't bother me at all, all right? I, and, uh, but I don't neglect using those Bibles. I want you to use those, okay? So we're going to look right here. Oh, let me get that off of here. And we're going to look at Psalm 84, 11 through 12. And it says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Very, very powerful piece of uh, scripture this morning we're going to take a look at. And uh, pray the Lord will... Goddess, that it will bring glory to him and be edifying to you listeners out there. So, uh, look at this verse here. It says, for the Lord God is our sun and shield. So, uh, it is God who illuminates the heart and mind. It is God alone who uh, reveals truths to us. It is uh, God's glory that illuminates heaven and the stars uh, that we see above. Uh, it is God's glory that one day we'll get to stand and uh, be in the presence of. And uh, so it, so not only does God shine his glory, not only does he illuminate, he'll be the light in heaven, all right? He is the, tr and Jesus is the true sun that will illuminate heaven. And that will be our light and that we may never know darkness again. And that uh, not only is that God, the God of light, the God of truth, but he is our shield and he is our protector. You know, that's one thing as a father. I've always tried hard to protect my kids. Maybe I've done it to a fault. I've been maybe, uh, I always thought I would never be like my dad. He was always so overprotective. He, uh, I couldn't hardly do much of anything. I couldn't even go outside and play and then he's worried to, car would run off the road and run me down or uh, something bad would happen. Well, as, as I become a father, I, I understood where he was coming from because when you love your kids, you want the best for them. In fact, last night, I got into a bit of a verbal argument at uh, good old Walmart. <laughs> I, uh, my, me and my daughter, we was buying my wife some Christmas presents, come walking out and going towards our car. And uh, for whatever reason, this girl decided uh, that she was going to park, and I get this now, park in the walkway not only did she pull into that but she was took off flying i mean not even going slow and tried to uh, come a hair hitting me and my daughter well i don't care about me but the thoughts of my daughter getting hurt and that flew all over me and i said man you need to watch it and watch what you're doing you get somebody killed 
then she called me an expletive, and I lost my temper a little bit, and uh, I didn't cuss her or nothing, but uh, I let her know I wasn't too happy. Of course, she just rednecked out on me, her and her little friend, so I just walked off. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? But uh, it just ticked me off that not only because she could have got me killed, I mean, my daughter killed, but some other kids, somebody else, because you know how well as I do Walmart, nobody watches her kids. Well, some kid run after her, she'd run them down. She had no business parking in the, in the, uh, in the walkway right there anyway. So, but, uh, so I felt bad, but uh, my wife was like, well, that's justifiable. She said, because uh, she wasn't there with me. And it was still made me feel bad, but still, that's just it. That's my protective instinct kicking in to protect the ones I love. And for those who are wicked like me can try to do those kind of good things, how much more will God in heaven do that for his children? So God is our shield. He is our protector. See, the devil, as you all know, and some of you may not know, you know, I mean, you know, I, I take for granted sometimes that many people who watch or read things that I post uh, have a general understanding of biblical knowledge. But the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of people out there who have never, ever stepped foot in a church, who have no clue about the things of God and do not have, you know, we take for granted the, the rudimentary understanding of, of the Bible and some of its basic uh, stories, uh, which aren't just stories, are the reality and truths. But, uh, you know, hearing about, you know, growing up, a lot of most people usually take their kids to church. Well, that's not true anymore. And so uh, I, I, in no way, shape, or fashion am I trying to talk down to anybody. But I try to, when I talk, uh, try to talk in a way that I think, well, you know, if I was trying to explain this to my son or daughter, uh, that they, if they can understand it, then hopefully I can use that to, for others to understand it. Because, see, you know, uh, just like in children's church, we've had, I've had teachers say, it's hard. we got people who are three-year-old, three year old, and then we got people who are 10-year-old. And if I talk on the 10-year-old level, the three-year-old gets bored. If I try to talk to the three-year-old level, the 10-year-old gets bored. So it makes it tough. But, see, that's the way it is as a preacher. See, I have people in there who are baby Christians, who are just learning about things of God. You have people in there that are seasoned Christians uh, who can take on a little more uh, meat, if you will. And then uh, you may have people in there who are not saved, don't know anything. So I'm in that same boat of trying to uh, explain things to individuals where nobody gets bored and somebody gleans and learns something uh, from those messages. And so uh, when I talk, you know, particularly this morning, talking about the shield of protection of God, understand whether you're a new Christian, a seasoned Christian, that we understand that the devil will attack you today. Uh, that it's not about, it, well, I hope I have a good day, things go well, nothing. Hey, you're not going to get through unscathed. I was going to tell you right now, things are going to go bad. Uh, you know, it just, you're going to stump your toes, proverbial or, or real. I mean, it's, it's going to happen, all right? So the only way that we can be shielded and for God to give us that shield of protection, not to say that things won't happen, but his protection keeps us safe in the fact that things couldn't be as bad as they could be if he wasn't there, but he gives us that uh, strength and endurance to persevere in spite of those trials and tribulations. So the devil will attack. We are going into battle. When you open your eyes each morning, you're going into battle. And the only way you're going to do that is take up the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, and, and put on that full armor of God. Of course, I didn't go over the, the whole armor. I'm just getting hitting some highlights here. But uh, put it on that whole armor of God and ready to go into battle. And any soldier that goes into battle has to know how to be proficient with their weapon. And they practice daily so that when the enemy attacks, they can use that weapon in the right way to fend off the attacker. 
Well, that's what God's Word is. That is our weapon. That's why we have to study it. We have to learn it. We have to know it each and every day so that we can use that shield of faith properly when we go into the battle uh, each day we're going to have to face and fight. It's a mental battle. It's a spiritual battle. It's an emotional battle. And the devil knows exactly where your weak spot is. He knows how to zero in and zap get you right where you need to or where he wants to get you and it's like oh man i screwed up again or this happened or that happened and and but realize that god is our son he illuminates he shines forth his glory and he gives a shield of protection about us the lord will give grace and glory all right and so uh, god's grace is awesome you know not only does he forgive us but he gives shines grace upon us and loves us and blesses us despite our wicked selves and there's no good thing will be we can't speak this morning. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So, now, again, ending a little bit on what I was talking about yesterday, when we read this, make sure we're putting it in the proper context. Like I said, you have charlatans out there, you have pastors out there who are peace and prosperity preachers who think that, uh, you know, that we're here to have warm fuzzies and he's going to bless uh, your pocketbook. That's not how it works, all right? You know, we are, you know, we need to be convicted, you know, right? If you're going to church and all you're getting is warm fuzzies, I ain't saying come to my church. Of course, everybody's welcome, but you've got to go where you're learning and growing. If you're not growing, all right, if you're not having to take a hard look at yourself, if there's not conviction in your heart, then you might need to be thinking, maybe I need, this is, you know, I need to be going somewhere that's challenging me to think, challenging me in my spiritual walk, challenging me to grow further in the things of Jesus Christ. And you've got so many people out there who want to preach the warm and fuzzies. You leave the church thinking, oh, I've done God a favor today. That's not how it works, all right? If there is no preaching of conviction of sins, then there's something wrong. All right, because we need that conviction. We need to realize, take a hard look at ourselves every time we go to church. Like, man, you know what? That that really hit home, and that's something I need to address in my life, and I need to look at. So remember that. So with that said, no good thing would be withhold from them that walk uprightly. So that's not saying, oh, I walk in the things of the Lord, and everything's going to go my way. I'm going to get a scratch ticket. And I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be having the fancy cars, and everything's going to go my way because God's word says no good thing would be withheld from them. That's not what that is saying all right get your head out of this temporary world and get your head in the game and get your head focused on the eternal all right that's it you know again like i said on my yesterday the devil is a master of distraction we are in a in, in a very serious war or you can or and, and you can compare it to a football game if your head is distracted and your 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 mind is not focused on where it needs to be you're going to get ran over and you're going to get hurt or the other team's going to score you good point an example is the football player who was distracted signing autographs and the other team scored because he wouldn't have had his head in the game doing what he's supposed to do he's distracted by signing autographs getting an ego trip and that's just it. We get it. We don't have our head in the game. The old devil's gonna run us over, and we're gonna have a hard time. So no good thing will be withhold from them. All right. Not talking about the material, but the eternal. Talking about the spiritual things. God will give unto you. He's going to give you that strength. He's going to give you that peace. He's going to give you that endurance. He's going to fulfill you and sustain you. And that's what we have to focus on is the things of God. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in Thee. All right. Knowing that God is going to take care of us, putting our full and complete trust in God. 
And, uh, you know, it's easy to, to, to praise God and trust in him when things are going good. It's when things are going wrong. It's when it's really, when your faith is tested, do you still give God the glory and trust in him that he's going to meet all your needs? I was challenged with this very thing just within this last month and a half or so. Uh, and um, I won't go into detail, but there are some things that transpired uh, and uh, uh, financially that, uh, that we got a real kick in the gut blow. And, uh, and, and, uh, was struggling, you know, I was like, everything's going to work out. And I know this, you know, I know this, I know that God's going to take care of us. He's going to meet all of our needs. And, uh, but it still, it stresses you out right here at Christmas time, all this thing's going on and you're thinking, oh man, what, you know, this is not, could not happen at a worse time and bills are coming in and you're just stressed out. But, uh, you know, I might've got aggravated, you know, that's what that's talking about Sunday evening. You know, it's so fun as a pastor when your, your wife starts throwing your sermons back at you, man, aggravates you no end, but she was right. And I need to be reminded of that. See, that's why I was talking about Sunday not being friends. Sometimes your friends have to um, point out things that, may, that you're doing that may not, you may not like to hear, but that's what a friend does to make you take a hard look. And I was like, you know what? That's right. Now, I'm not, I'm not showing faith. And I'm not showing trust in God. I was not, uh, you know, I was putting my faith in what was wrong and, uh, and how I can handle it instead of my putting my faith in God, who, who is the one who can handle these situations. And no matter what, we can trust in God that he will watch over us, he will guide us, he will protect us, he will put that shield about us, his glory, his grace is sufficient. Praise God for that. And so that's why we just have to put our hand in the nail-scarred hand, good or bad, and praise his holy name and realize that we can trust in him, that he's going to take care of us each and every day. So praise God for that. You know, so I don't know what y'all are dealing with emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, trusting God. You know, this time of year is a particularly tough time of year for a lot of people, man. And, you know, there's nothing worse than when somebody passes away and it's around. I mean, it's bad at any point in time, but I mean, but it's worse around the holidays because every every year after that, when that Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever rolls around, you think about that, and it it just it, it's hard and it's heartbreaking because everybody else, you know, you see people joyful and happy, and and you hear you're dealing with this pain and loss of someone you love dearly, and all thing I can tell you is is not to focus on the pain. But to focus on the joy that person brought to your life uh, at the, while they were living, focus on the fact that if they were saved, you will see them again. It's not a permanent separation. It's temporary. You're going to see them again. And uh, just focus on the season uh, and the reason for the season, which is Christ Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our lives, who is the, pe the Prince of Peace, and that will give you that strength and allow his peace to fill you and sustain you and focus on that. If you focus on the pain, focus on what could have been, focus on, uh, oh, I should have done this or should have done that, placing blame on this, that, or the other, then you're going to be miserable. All thing we can do is put our hope and our trust in God and knowing that he is our shield, he is our son, and he is the one that will give us grace. And he will not withhold from us. He will give us the good things in our lives, the good things of him that will help us to endure during those difficult times. So whatever you're going through today and tomorrow or next week or next month, you just give it to God, and He's going to He is going to take care of you. And uh, sometimes it's easy to uh, stumble in our faith, and but uh, let our faith be strong and true in the things of Christ. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for another day to serve you. Lord, let our faith be true and strong. Let us take, uh, let us trust in you in all things. Lord, let us cling uh, to your shield. Let us cling to your glory. Let us cling to your grace. Lord, uh, we know that uh, you are a strong tower, 
and that you will always be there and you will always be that help in times of trouble and need. And whether good times or bad times, we can trust and have faith to know that you are there and give glory to you in it. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, I'm going to pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God. Watch over protect us this day. Be with our children, parents, bus drivers, and teachers. Keep them safe. Be with all the prayer requests. Prayer concerns are lifted up daily. You know the hearts and minds and the needs of each and every person. Your will be done. Be with our police officers. Let them know that they're loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our active military. Be with our president. Give him peace. Give him strength. Give him discernment. Let him seek you. Protect him and his family. Be with this nation as a whole, Lord Jesus. Let him turn to you like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Like I say, I know that I pray that uh, for our president each morning, and that's something we have to do is pray for our nation's leaders, whether you like it or not. And uh, I had someone comment yesterday that uh, for me to maybe uh, to hit on the topic of this impeachment and uh, what's going on and what the Bible may say about these kind of things. I'm praying about it. You know, I'm trying hard uh, not to be political. A lot of people have accused uh, Dad and I of, of being uh, too political. So I've tried to shy away from that unless it is something that com that has to be addressed. It's completely contrary to the things of God that people need to know about. Then, of course, as a pastor, I'm obligated and have to, to speak on that. But as far as what's going on, uh, I don't know. I want to pray about that, think about it. And if the Lord lays my heart to address that in some shape, form, or fashion, then I will. It's not about being politically correct and offending. It's about always being biblically correct. And uh, But I always want to speak the truth in love. And uh, so pray about the situation. And if that's where the Lord leads, then I will maybe one morning hit on that. Don't know. But uh, right now, I just want to focus on on uh, each morning on, uh, on on getting you motivated and starting your day off right with the things of the Lord. So, um, But anyway, if you want to uh, share these uh, Facebook devotions, you got friends who might benefit, like to watch these, uh, then go to my Facebook at uh, Dr. Young 77 if they don't do Facebook, they can go to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, uh, D-Men, and uh, they can find me on there and watch uh, all the devotions live on there as well. Or not live, but recorded. Or you can listen on my Apple podcast, uh, Doc Young Chronicles, uh, free. And uh, Lord willing, first year, I'm going to get back into uh, doing the podcast again, taking a little hiatus, uh, doing everything that's going on with uh, Christmas right now. We're active with the church. So I'm taking a little hiatus right now. We'll hit Lord willing, 1st of January. And uh, so you can always listen on there. But anyway, hope everybody has a great day, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.